Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. He is the pastor of First Assembly of God in Plant City, Florida. We are so excited that you have joined us to listen to Pastor Braddock's powerful preaching from each Sunday morning church service. Listen closely to these messages, and your journey with Jesus will be wonderfully impacted. Turn with me. Brother Joe, I'm going to pick up on some thoughts that you shared with us Wednesday night. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. And as he read the scripture and began to minister, the Lord spoke to my heart a couple of things sat there on the front. Now I want to share them with you today. If you'd like to stand for the reading of God's word, if you're able, if you're not, that's understandable. It says, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is given you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandment of the Lord your God which I command you. Let us pray, Father, We ask for a few moments that you would anoint our minds, our hearts, and our bodies. Lord, would you bless us with your presence that we may convey what you have laid in our heart. I ask, Lord, that every mind would be open, every heart would be receptive to the voice of God. As we preach the word today. I pray Lord that you bless everyone that's in this building this morning. Would you bless them beyond measure. Bless their homes, their families, their jobs and whatever they need today. Minister to them. And we'll give you all the praise, the honor and the glory. Everybody said. Turn around and tell your neighbor you still love them. And then you may be seated. Praise the Lord. If I would have a title this morning, to possess the land. That's what hit me when Brother Joe began to read the scripture Wednesday evening. And that don't happen very often, but it it just jumped at me, my brother. If you wasn't here, you missed a great message. Awesome. And I want, if if anything, I want to share with you today. God's got good things for his people. Are y'all awake? God has got good things for his people. In fact, say that with me. God has got good things for his people. Some of y'all don't know where to say it or not. 
Are you scared of God? I hope not. As we begin this message, God is saying to the nation of Israel, they're about to go in and claim their promise. And this is what just blew me away, Brother Joe. I never heard it like this. In verse number two, how many of you understand when God made a commandment, there was nothing else to do with it? Oh, come on. When he said, obey my commandments, well, Exodus chapter 20, he said, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Well, we've, we've just written that one off. We got all kind of gods today. And we don't even think about a lot of them. And we, we are in the place today that, well, we don't have to do these commands because that was under the law. Well, I got news for you, honey. You want God to bless you? You better obey Him. You want God to work in your life? You must follow Him. Don't take away. Don't add to. When God spoke, that was final. There was no other issue. And that's what He's talking about here. He said, oh, his Israel, give heed to the statutes. The word statute simply means decrees. And the ordinance means regulations, which I teach you and do them that you may live. Amen. And I've, I've tried to, and it just hit me. I just, I've been wrestling with that word for since Wednesday night. Live. I'm alive. Yes, sir. I'm alive. Amen. I may not jump the pew, but I'm alive. Because I follow the Lord. And I'm trying my best to obey His commandments. Well, let's do something. Matthew, go to Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. This is one of the, uh, one of the Ten Commandments. And then we'll go to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God has given you. What does that have to do with it? I'm talking about life. I'm talking about long living. Oh. 
We're living in a society today where children don't want their parents. That's good preaching. We just put them in a nursing home. We won't worry about them. Let them take care of them. God help us. Honor your father and your mother. That's the command of God. That your days may be long upon this earth. You want God's blessing? Honor your parents. Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment, with promise. That it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. I wish I'd have known this about 80 years ago. I mean 70 years ago. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. But I grew up in an era where parents told us they loved us, but we didn't love on them. We didn't. It just the way society was in that day. The only thing I can remember as a small child, my mother would let me sit in her lap and she would rock me to sleep. That's about all I can remember growing up. But today, I'll just use our, our family. Every time we get together, Kim's got this thing, all right, let's get hugs. Taryn does it. And, and, and Taryn's got, she's big enough, she can give me a bear hug. And knock you down at the same time. But she, she, she comes and she hugs on us. And I just eat it up. I love it. And I tell her all the time, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because I want to live a long time. Y'all lighten up. Come on. The children of Israel needed to go in and possess the land. But we find that the first generation that came out of Egypt did not get to go in. So let me let me go somewhere. Turn with me to Joshua. Chapter 14, verse 11 and 12. This is where Caleb goes to Joshua. He said, They're about to, in Joshua chapter 4, they're about to go in and claim their inheritance. Their property, their land, okay? I like this. But I'm going to say some things that's going to shake you. As yet as I am strong, this as strong this day, as on the day that Moses sent me, 
Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and coming in. He's still got life in him. Now, there, now therefore, <clears throat> give me this mountain. Now let me let me just throw something in here. He didn't wait for Joshua to call his his clan up. He goes to Joshua and said, "Remember what Moses said, and I want mine." I want that mountain which the Lord spake in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. How could he say that? He said, give me the hill country. Because I have wholly followed the Lord. In other words, he never lost sight of what he saw in the promised land. I just got to do this. I can't help it. It's burning in my spirit. When you see what God has blessed you with and what He is offering to you, why do we reject Him? Now, I don't know if we'll have time or not, but the whole 13th chapter of the book of Numbers talks about where they went and spied out the land. Y'all remember? And they came back. And I maybe, maybe I hope I'm not wrong. But it said, and it doesn't name names, but it said the grapes were so big that they had to put them on a pole and carry them. Now can I can I just think Joshua and Caleb may have been the ones bringing the grapes. It doesn't say who it was. So since it doesn't say who it was, I got a feeling it might have been them. They come into camp smiling. Moses! Look what we found. Mm. And they brought the plum granites. Somebody else brought them. And somebody else brought the raisins. And they come marching into the camp. Victory was there. I said victory was with them that brought in the things from the promised land. I hope I'm going the right direction. They brought in the evidence of the promised land. They brought in 
the grapes, the pomegranates. Now, you might not like pomegranate. I don't, I'm not crazy about it. My wife loves them. But you got too many seeds to work with. And I like raisins once in a while. But I love grapes. But I have to be careful because they're full of sugar. And I love them. But they brought them in as a witness of what God is offering them. Are you getting it? How many times has God said to First Assembly, I will bless you. I will work in you. I will honor you. If you'll only obey me. Walk in my ways. They brought the good report. But. Here's what happens. The other ten. You know the only thing they really saw. Was the Anakims. The giants. God is greater than any giant you face. When God shows you what He has for you, we don't have to bow down to that giant called the devil. He's a liar. We can stand on our, our presence of the Lord and say, Devil, no more. You have no party. You have no right. You have no ability. I am walking in the presence of God. Oh, we can't go. We can't go. There's giants in the land. They eat people alive. We're like grasshoppers. Is that right? Isn't that what? We're just like grasshoppers. I don't know. Brother James, are they still around? Back in the 50s, they used to be them old big grasshoppers. Y'all remember them? Man, you'd run over with your car, you hear pop. I mean, them old things was huge. And I just always dreaded one of them jumping on me. They just show up a certain time of the year and then they disappear. Grasshoppers, there it is. We saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Well, here it is. What they're seeing is we are way down here. They're up there. They have the ability to stomp on us and kill us. But Caleb says, wait a minute. My God can give me the strength to destroy that giant. Mm. 
Look what he says. The Lord delights in us. Then he will bring us into the land and give it to us. Do you think for a moment that God is going to rob the people of his blessing if they'll obey him and follow him? And when he says go, go. And when he says don't, don't. Do you think God's going to let the enemy stop them? Huh? He will bring us into this land. Wow. And give it to us. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to work for it. Just follow Him and obey Him. And He'll bring us into that land. Wow. The word, the, 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 the part about flows, flows with milk and honey means there's an ample supply. Go back to the grapes. Look how big they were. Can you imagine the grapevine? How big it was? And that's just one cluster. So that tells me God's got plenty of grapes. Amen. And they don't rot in a week. But oh, we can't go in. We can't take it. We're, we're just grasshoppers. But you know what? It didn't daunt Caleb and his vision. It didn't stop him from remembering what he saw 40 years later. He's 85 years old. And he's saying, what I was then, I am today. I'm just as strong today as I was then. And my God that was with us, that brought the fruit back, is the same God that's going to give me the strength to destroy the giant. I'm going to take my country. I'm going to take my mountain. Wow. He said, Now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spake, spoke in that day, for you heard in that day how the Anakims were there and that their cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Remember, remember, God's commandments when he speaks, it's done. Amen. When God says, you'll be able to drive them out, that means you can drive them out. Yes, wow. Now I know why I wrestled so hard since Wednesday tonight. See, God told Moses that he wanted this people to incline their hearts to fear him, to want to, to want to respect and obey him. There's a difference between doing something because it is required and doing something because we want to. Hello? 
God is not interested in forced religions, religious exercises and role keeping. He wants our heart and our lives completely dedicated to him. If we love, obedience will follow. If we love, obedience will follow. I, I'm afraid to ask this question. Do we really love the Lord today? Do we really love the Lord today? I hope we can all say yes without any reservation. Because I'm going to tell you a little secret. John said that I when it was, you said it. Start telling the Lord how much you love him. And I've been doing that, and I'm telling you what, I've been, I've, I, something's happened to me. I can't explain it, but I can tell you this, I love the Lord. Yes. Because He first loved me. He loved me when I didn't love Him. He loved me when I didn't care about Him. But He still loves me. And now all I can do is tell Him, I love you, I love you, I love you. Yes. And I'm beginning to possess some of the land that the enemy has kept me from. Now I want to go back to Caleb. You're not, some of you may get offended at this, but that's all right. This is what I feel in my heart, and this is where I feel that it needs to come out. When Joshua, I mean, when Caleb goes to Joshua, and says, give me my mountain. Give me my hill country, the Bible calls it. Now, I'm, I'm just assuming it's not recorded. But, I got a sneaky feeling this is about the way it went down. Joshua, I followed these rebellious people for 40 years. And I'm tired of their murmuring, their griping, their complaining. I want my mountain. Mm. When are we going to get tired of listening to the moans and the groans and start going to the promised land? When are we going to quit listening? Well, I do this or I do that. No, you wouldn't. You don't even know what it's about. But if you're walking with God, forget about what other people are saying or not doing. You go to the promised land. He's got it for you. Oh, I have people, you know, I, I have people even today, well, we're living in days, we, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't, we really don't, I understand that. But listen, God is still God. Come on. And God hasn't gone out of business. The land is still there. It's waiting on you. 
But if you rub shoulders with people who are down and outers, moaners and complainers, I'm in trouble, ain't I? It will rob you of the victory that God wants you to have. See, I, 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 I deal with this spiritually. People say, well, we're doing this and we're doing that. I have to follow the Lord. I can't go by what other people are doing. And if you want to sit around and moan and groan, have, have your pity party, help yourself. I'm marching on. There's some giants out there that needs killing. And we need to march forward. Hallelujah. God's got a mountain. God's got a hill country. And he's saying, if you go, I'll bless you. If you go, I'll give you your mountain. Hallelujah. That's just the introduction. See, verse 1, as we read in our text, God urges the certain advantages of obedience. This argument, he begins with verse 1, Thou shalt live and go in and possess the land. You know, I, I, I think I've said this, but let me just throw it in here right quick. I wish I had this from the Lord. I wish, I wish, I wish. Quit wishing and get down to business. Get in your secret place and start talking to God. Get in this Word and see what He has to say. Remember what He speaks. It's final. You can't change it. If you do, you're robbing God. It's a destruction to you, and God's not happy with it. And there's a lot of that going on in the church world today. There isn't even a philosophy today. Well, it won't hurt if you sin. It's easier to get forgiveness. I'm serious. Why do you want to sin to begin with? When the Holy Spirit is saying, screaming, no, 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 no. Obey the Spirit. Yeah. But you got to walk in the Spirit. Yes, There's a promised land. He said, I teach you to observe that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord your God, your Father, has given you. It just came to my mind. I share it with you. What did Peter and John have? In Acts chapter, what is it, 3? When they were going to the temple. Here's a cripple laying there. And he begs for money. They didn't have money. They had something greater than money. They had something money came by. They had something bubbling over inside of them that money can't even touch. And when they get there, the Holy Spirit stops them. 
I know it ain't in there, but I'm assuming. Because they heard the man speak, and the Lord says, stop, I got a job for you. You, you, you got any arms? You got any money? Probably had a gourd for his little cup. No, we don't have any money. But such as I have, give I thee. Such as I have, give I thee. The Bible says he takes him by the hand, Peter. And he begins to lift him up. He began to lift him up. Mm. Sometimes we just need to take a hold of somebody's hand that has been crippled in their spirit and in their mind and lift them up. Oh, hallelujah. And let the virtue of the Holy Spirit begin to flow out of them, from them down his arm into the arm of the other man. And I'm telling you what, it reached down to his very soul and he began to receive. And all of a sudden, he began to feel the anointing, the glory, the power of the Holy Spirit began to go over his body from head to feet. And when he did, he realized, I'm not a cripple anymore. And he begins to shout. I wish I could do it. He begins to jump and leap. You didn't see it. But when I killed that deer, that seven point, I was by myself. But I said, mm, I got him. I was excited. He got excited because he was delivered. Yes. Caleb said, Joshua, I want my, my hilltop. My, I want my, my mountain. Yeah, there's Anakim's there. Now listen. The cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Yes. As the Lord said. You know why he, 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 he prayed that, he said that? Because it was in his heart, he fully, wholly followed the Lord. And God was speaking to him and saying to him, If you will step out by faith, if you will step out by faith, I will help you tear down the walls. And I will help you drive out the, 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 the giants. I think it's time we start taking our property. Let's start taking our land. It's yours. 
Church, it's yours. I'm getting mine. You can't have it. But I'm getting mine, and I'm going to get more. Because I found the secret. I found the secret. If you'll obey me, follow my statutes, my commands. That's God preached that all the way through from Exodus when they left Egypt until Joshua. And even on there, it would come up. God said, if you'll obey me, I'll bless you. Verse number 40 of our text, Matthew. Here's where he closes out this chapter 4. There's more, but this, this ties in with it. Exodus, I mean, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 40. He said, You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well with you. Hello. And with your children after you. And that you may pro that that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord your God has given you for all time. Yeah. Uh, you want to live a while longer? How many of ready to die today? Nobody raised their hand. You, 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 well, if the rapture takes place, are you ready? That, that just throw that in, okay? But he said that it may go well with you and with your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord your God has given you. Well, let me, it, just, it just popped in my mind, so here it is. When you get into the promised land, don't stop. Keep reaching out for the grapes. Remember, the land of promise is a land of plenty. I wrote this down. This is just me. Let me give you this. Milk is the richness of the Lord. Honey is the sweetness of the Lord. You know what I like to do? I go home some Sunday nights and I take me a banana, peanut butter, and make me a sandwich. Now, you may not like it. That's, that's all right with you. I love it. And then I go to the refrigerator and I get that gallon of 1% milk and I pour me a glass about like that. And I even put ice cubes in it. Get it even colder. Because when I chew that peanut butter, you know, it gets a little thick in your mouth. I just reach over and get that big cold glass of milk. And I begin to drink it. Peanut butter goes away. And I'm refreshed. Oh, hallelujah. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Let me give it to y'all. Come on quickly. Come on, come on, come on. Milk is the richness of the Lord. And the honey is the sweetness of the Lord. Listen, you've got the promise. It's yours. Go for it. Amen. Father, we thank you today for your presence. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your power. Thank you for the word that you have allowed me to speak this day. Minister to our heart. Lord, help us not to deviate from it as you told Joshua. Don't turn to the right or the left from your word, but meditate on it. God, help us to walk in the ways of the Lord. Lord, you got untold blessings. There's so much that you want to share with the church, the body. Lord, there's so much you want to give, but we got to go in and possess. We got to go and take a hold of because it's there. I pray, Lord, that you bless your people today. Minister to our heart and our life. Would you stand with me, please? Thank you for listening today to the podcast of Pastor Daniel Braddock. If you are encouraged and uplifted by Pastor Braddock's preaching, please write a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe to this podcast on your app so you will not miss any future episodes. Take the word preached by Pastor Braddock and share it with your family, your friends, and your community. May God bless you today.